I sought the Lord, and God answered me, and delivered me from all my fears. Look to the Lord, and be radiant, so your faces shall never be ashamed. This poor being cried, and was heard by the Lord, and was saved from every trouble, sings the psalmist in Psalm 34. Here the psalmist is singing her trust in God through words of her prayer spoken aloud to anyone who might hear. Trusting God is at the very heart of prayer. Indeed, the very act of praying is an act of trust, an act of faith. How could it be otherwise? For we pray expecting God to hear us. Otherwise, why would we bother praying? But, we not only expect God will hear us, we also expect God will answer us by acting in some way on our behalf, or on the behalf of the person we include in our prayers. Yet, we leave the time and act of the answer to God because we trust God will act and that is enough for us. Prayer speech is an act of basic trust in which we unreservedly hand our life and our world and our future over to God, without advice or imperative. We sense in this act the deep and unarguable congruity between who God is and who we are, writes Walter Brugman, biblical scholar and professor emeritus at Columbia Theological Seminary. As a matter of fact, the Psalms, as prayers, guide us to ponder the reality of who God is and who we are, particularly as the Psalms guide us to answer the question whom shall we trust. One of many examples of this is Psalm 146, which teaches us not to trust in princes, not to trust in humanity, not to trust those who seem to be powerful because their life breath will depart from them leaving them powerless, futile, helpless, unable to deliver and unable to keep promises. In addition, they are fickle. The rulers, the powerful, the celebrated of our age and time are of no help and cannot be relied upon for providing us with the experience of the daily reliability of life. Only the God of Noah, of Abraham, of Jacob, the one who originates and bestows the very breath of life upon all creation, including the rulers and the powerful, is our only real help and is the only one capable of making a difference. Only God, whose hesed, whose steadfast love, lasts forever can be utterly relied upon. This assertion is found in those psalms that are songs of creation or, might be better understood using Brugman's definition of songs of orientation, since they express the joy of the foundational orientation of daily experiences of life's regularity. Like Psalm 145, these songs of orientation assert God is gracious, merciful, and slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love, complete and compassionate. All of which is experienced and made manifest in the daily blessings of creation where we are nourished and have all the necessities of life. It is out of this experience that we can affirm with the psalmist that God is faithful. Indeed, creation is only held together because of God's faithfulness, an unwavering faithfulness creating trust within us of the coherence of life, which is personal, relational, and covenantal. Yet, there is a bold evangelical and prophetic turn in Psalm 145 that is surprising because it claims God's power is preferentially for the needy, the powerless, the marginalized, those who fall outside the bounds of the community, and those who have no claim on the powerful or rulers, but who depend solely on God's inclination to hear their cries out of God's great self-giving attentiveness. Which is exactly what has happened in the life of the psalmist singing Psalm 34. This psalm of thanksgiving affirms what Psalm 145, indeed what all of Scripture teaches us, God does hear our cries in the midst of trouble, suffering, and afflictions and God does act to change situations of disorientation. Those situations when the coherence of life seems to have shattered and broken like a wine glass dropped on a hardwood kitchen floor and we have nothing we can do except to voice aloud our grief, our lostness, our anger, or our disillusionment over what has ended whether relationships or health, abundance, or safety with words of lament. But, here in this psalm comes the words of praise because God has heard the cries and has acted to change those circumstances into a new life only God could have created. This is the song on the other side of lament, the side of the new beginning. 
the new beginning that starts with trusting God enough to speak our prayers of praise, of thanksgiving, or of lament, since trusting God is at the very heart of prayer.